It's a Farm Friday. Let's talk Arizona Diamondbacks. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And as we do every single Friday, we get to the end of the week, we do a farm Friday, we take a farm system, and we go from bottom to top. All the top prospects, all the affiliates, and how they're doing. And this week, it's the Snakes, the Arizona Diamondbacks. And we're going to start off in single A with the Vizalia Rawhide. Vizalia, California, not a great team last year. 38-82, and 82, 29 games back. Um, as of Thursday afternoon, 17-42 and 42 in 2022, 18 games back. So struggling a little bit here as well. But they've got a couple, couple pieces worth talking about. The, 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 the big guy we've got to mention is number two prospect in the system, shortstop Jordan Lawler. So sixth overall pick last year out of high school. He's played about 33 games right now, batting 352, 461, 600. Seven home runs, 18 stolen bases, and 21 tries. Now, a reminder that single A has the pitch clock, has the automated balls and strikes, so it's not necessarily as, as cut and dry when it comes to the steals. You can't always project them, but he does have plus speed. I do think most of this is going to stick as you move up. And the thing here is pure shortstop, absolutely going to stick. Offensively looks really great. Um, so surefire shortstop here. And we don't do a ton of comps on this show. The comp that I have seen that I don't, I don't hate is a young Carlos Correa. Looks like a guy that has, I mean, he's got great bat speed. He can he can you know, just stick in the strike zone and, and foul anything off that's not good enough to hit until he gets his pitch. Um, works an at-bat, can, can, can stay alive, run your pitch count up. Does swing and miss a bit too much. Carlos Gray has that issue as well. Um, but plus raw power. I think it's going to show up in games as he matures. I mean, remember, he's just now 19 years old. A uh, little bit of physical development left to do still. He's 6'2", 190. He's got a little bit of space to add some good weight on there. But um, either way, arm, very accurate, ju- uh, pro- almost plus plus. Um, he's a plus defender, really good hands, good range. I like his footwork. Um, as of right now, probably one of the highest upside guys in the organization. Obviously, that's why he's a number two prospect. Very deserving of that spot. Uh, right next to him is number eight prospect in the system, uh, third baseman, and I'm going to try this here. I may get this wrong. Devi Sagan de los Santos. Um, hope I got that right. So 2019 IFA, uh, this dude has the most power of anybody in this system. He is not, not incredibly huge. Six foot 185 is the numbers that we have on him. I haven't seen him in person to know if that's accurate or not. Um, but... Batting 279, 322, 456, nine home runs, um, four stolen bases. The four is honestly kind of more than I expected. Uh, he is a corner infielder through and through. Uh, doesn't have incredibly great speed. Has good strength, so uh, you know, sorry, good arm strength. I think he can stick at third if he can get a little more accurate with throwing the ball. But yeah, just absolute 
tons of raw power. Um, enough raw power where you're okay making that trade off of a swing and miss. Um, needs to, like, gets, has a 10% walk rate, so he's not hopeless, but is a lot of three true outcomes in his game. Um, needs some work there. May have to move to first base eventually, but either way, uh, I think a guy that fits that profile of like a middle of the lineup, batting fifth kind of guy. Um, let's hope that he can, it's weird, he has almost the exact same line that he had last year in low A. He had 37 games in low A, batted 276. Right now he's batting 279. His on-base percentage is within 20 points of where it was last year. His slugging's gone up by 30 points, but it's something where very similar line to last year. And so you're not seeing a lot of growth Although in that cup of coffee he had, he was 18 years old. So a lot of that was just trying to keep up with the players that were older than him in low A. Uh, Right after low A, you get high A, the Hillsborough Hops. So hops as in the ingredient for beer. They're in um, Hillsborough, Oregon. It's a suburb of Portland. So that's the beer thing there. 52 and 60 last year, 13 and a half games back. And right now they're 26 and 31, so seven and a half games back. A couple guys here worth talking about. Uh, number seven overall prospect, uh, third baseman AJ Vukovic. Vukovic, uh, 2024th rounder out of high school. He's a guy where he's got good contact ability. You can really project out some power. 6'5, so taller player. And because of that, has those long levers that we've talked about where where it's just really hard for him to to keep everything kind of going together, flowing to the plate. Um, Does have, like I said, has good contact ability, can hit the ball to all fields. The profile, like the batted ball profile looks really good. Um, But he's just sloppy on his plate discipline. He chases a little too much. Struggles with off-speed stuff, struggles with breaking stuff. Very much a fastball-type hitter. And so, uh, definitely a thing that he needs to get cleaned up. Uh, I think right now he's batting 254, 286, 382. So, a little susceptible to the strikeouts. A little susceptible to, like I said, off-speed and breaking stuff. And just kind of needs to uh, figure that out. A lot of scouts are mixed on him. The Diamondbacks are high. They think that um, they can kind of teach some of those swing decisions in, into him, and he'll be one of those guys where he could uh, bat fifth, bat sixth, also be able to steal 10, 15 bases. Uh, probably going to have to move to the outfield. He uh, his, his hands aren't that great at third, and so I think, I mean, his speed's good enough. You can move him to a corner. His arms, uh, his arm is probably okay enough for right, but I feel better with him in left, so look at, at something like that, but again, a guy with promise. And then a guy we've talked about on this show plenty of times before. Uh, shortstop Ryan Bliss. So he's one of the like 2021 second rounder out of college. And one of those guys we've talked about greater than the sum of his parts. So uh, defensively, good, good hands, good range, um, good footwork. Arm is fringe to average. But uh, really instinctual player. Understands the game of baseball really well. Um, offensively, surprising amount of power in his game, hit 15 home runs in his last year of college, uh, struggling a bit this year. I think his, I think his batting line right now, he's batting somewhere under 200, um, has 10 steals though. So 
doing that, but kind of projects out. Playing shortstop now projects out to be a second baseman. I think he has a little bit of utility ability in there with him, but just as a short king, a guy who you're not necessarily going to count on a ton of power. I mean, 5'9". Not going to count on a ton of power coming out of that profile. Guys like Ozzy Albies are more of the exception rather than the rule. Um, And so a guy that, again, stats don't look great right now. He's a top 15 prospect in the system for a reason. I'm confident he's going to turn it around. Um, and do some in, and do some good stuff and be a valuable tool uh, for the Diamondbacks. And in just a minute, I want to get to Double A and the Amarillo Sod Poodles and just the absolute abundance of pitching talent they have there. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. Uh, they have a product I use literally every day. I start taking AG One because I have a uh, uh, dietary restriction, um, celiac. I can't have gluten, and because of that, there's so many foods that I can't eat, and then I struggle to absorb nutrients. So I was taking vitamins and supplements and all of this stuff, and it was getting very expensive. And so I tried out AG1. It's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics. You wake up in the morning. Um, it's, it's one scoop and a cup of cold water. Mix it up, drink it, and you're good for the day. Uh, Friendly for all for all, for any kind of dietary lifestyle: keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free. For me, friendly with all of those. Less than one gram of sugar, uh, no artificial anything, and it doesn't taste bad. It doesn't taste like a green drink, which is what I love. A lot of those green drinks taste like it's a green drink. This does not. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So the double A Amarillo sod poodles, um, Amarillo, Texas. I mean, we all know it's Texas. Uh, know how somebody's from Texas? They'll tell you. Uh, and so, fifty nine and sixty one last year, five and a half games back. Um, but twenty nine and thirty right now, three games back, and they've got a ton of pitchers. But more importantly than that, they have the number one prospect in the system, outfielder Corbin Carroll, twenty nineteen first rounder. Um, out of high school, uh, something where he had a commitment to UCLA. They bought him out of that. Did really well in his pro debut. Went to the alternate training site. Got started last year in high A. Tore his labrum and the capsule in his non-throwing shoulder, his right shoulder. So season-ending surgery in May. Uh, so the question coming into this season was, what is he going to look like? How is he going to perform? He's not a huge guy, 5'10", 165. Despite that, in double-A Amarillo, he went straight to double-A this year, even though he missed, he had literally had seven games in high-A last year. That's all he got before he got hurt. In 51 games in double-A, 330, 449, 660. 14 home runs and 19 to 21 on stolen bases. So... The first extended look we've gotten at him in three years. Because he got 30 games of rookie ball in 2019. 
He got, you know, no season in 2020, uh, seven games in 2021, and then now this. But the package looks like he can be a center fielder that contends for all-star games. Um, Despite the size, uh, he can slug really well, balls to the gaps, hit him down the line. can hit him from from foul pole to foul pole. Uh, very good, very quality contact, very hard contact, and very good at making adjustments at the plate. Uh, whether it's something in his approach or something in the way that you're pitching him, he can adjust very well uh, to get out and stay in front of it. Um, in the outfield, good reads, good routes, good reactions. Speed is probably plus plus. Um, the only downside to his defense is I think his arm is is average, fringy to average. So if he ends up having to move to a corner, it's going to be left versus right. But I think that um, provided he doesn't put on any sort of bad weight, his speed should ha- maintain enough to be in center field. Again, all the speed in the world, one of the faster players in the system and a special talent. They really feel like he's special as well. You just haven't seen enough. 215 plate appearances in three seasons because of the lost 2020 season, the injury in 2021. So uh, looks fantastic. Really excited to see what he's going to do um, and, and how his season's going to continue. Behind him, four pitchers, <clears throat> four pitchers in the top 15, including three in the top 10. It's absolutely nuts. So number four prospect, lefty Blake Walston. 2019 first rounder out of high school, kind of noticing a theme with a lot of the 19 and 20 draft picks. Felt like they were all youngsters. It's just the high-rated ones. They did the thing where they go after a youngster early, save money by second, third, fourth, getting some college guys to have the extra bonus to sign that prep kid. But um, no, it was something where he was uh, the second of the two picks in 2019 in the first round that they had. Um, had a good 2021. And now in double A, 50 innings, three and two, five two nine ERA. So you don't love that. 57 strikeouts, 23 walks. And I think the thing here is he's potentially, I think, a number two. But the work that he needs to do is one, durability. So 6'5, 195. He's got the height. He doesn't necessarily have the weight in the frame. He's a little bit of a thinner guy. And you can see that when you watch the velocity in the start and then across the season. So when he's on, he's healthy, he's fresh, he sits low to mid-90s. I mean, you know, 93, 94, 95. But as the game goes on, his velocity drops. And then across the season, so looking at last year, um, his average velocity was at 92 in June. It was just under 90 in September. So he needs to needs to add a little bit of healthy weight to the frame just to be able to keep up the stamina to go through the start and then through a season. Uh, curveball is, I think it could be plus. Um, still a little inconsistent. He's got a above average slider and average change. He's getting more faith in the change, but it's not there yet. Can throw them all for strikes. But he just needs to do the physical development and then some of the reports that I've heard is he has to do some of the mental stuff, the between games maintenance on his body, the sleep, that kind of stuff. And you have to remember some of these guys, they're still young. I mean, he's, he turns 21 next week. 
Like he's, I mean, he's he's not even 21 yet, and so still young guys, but needs a little bit of physical development, needs a little mental maturation. But absolutely, one of the higher upside pitchers in this system, and right behind him. In this rotation, you have a trio of college guys. So 2020 fifth rounder, righty Brandon Fat. I hope I said that right. P-F-A-A-D-T. I, I'm just going to go with Fat. <laughs> 2020 first rounder, Bryce Jarvis out of Duke. And 2020 supplemental first rounder, Slade Sassoni out of Miami. So all of these guys, to me, are kind of contending to be one of those number three, number four type guys. Uh, Brandon Fat. the thing with him, uh, fastball needs to be more consistent. So, um, sits 93-94, he can hit 97-98 with it. It's got really good spin rates. It's just something where, where um, he, can, he can throw it for strikes, but... It's, it has different movement at different times. Sometimes it cuts, sometimes it rises, and it feels like he doesn't always know what it's going to do until it doesn't. So he's got good control of putting it where, of where he wants it or throwing it where he intends, uh, he intends it to be, but it feels like he doesn't always know what it's going to do when he throws it. Uh, something I want to see him work on, I think he could debut as soon as later this season if he can get that worked out. Um. Bryce Jarvis, again, think he's a future number three as well. The, the issue here, so um, fastballs around 94-95, changeups a plus pitch. The issue is the curveball and the slider are both average, and they kind of look like each other. So he throws a lot of strikes, but when you throw a lot of strikes and the, the curveball and slider kind of blend together, you struggle to get outs. Because you you don't have the stink pitches, um, the Diamondbacks think he can do that. The Diamondbacks think he can separate those, and once he puts it together, they see him as a number three, a kind of guy that's going to do well. Um, still, still working on that. I think right now his ERA this season's at eight sixty three, uh, twenty seven walks and fifty three strikeouts in forty nine innings. So getting the swings and misses, but still working on controlling the pitches. Some of the reports are that they look a little more distinct, but, you know, and then obviously change up the best one in the system, but he's just still working on getting those pitches to look different, do different things, and then control them both. Once he figures that out, he's going to shoot through the system relatively quickly. And then Slade Sassoni, um, just been hurt a lot. Um, just didn't look great last year because of the injuries. Was in the Arizona Fall League. Was okay there. But fully electric stuff. Um, really good fa- uh, fastball. Um, mid, you know, mid-90s. Sli- um, can touch the upper 90s. Sliders a wipeout pitch. He just needs to stay healthy. And he just needs to add some strength to his frame so that the velo can maintain. Uh, kind of the same thing where um, he, had, he had, I think he had elbow and wrist injuries. And so he just wasn't able to fully um, execute his pitches and look like the same guy. So he needs to be healthy, needs to add a little bit of weight, get that stamina there. And I think he'll be back to the guy that they thought he was coming out of Miami. And in just a minute, I want to get to Reno and the Reno Aces, which is just perfection for a team that's in, um, that's in Nevada. 
But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can get the sports development, the latest sports developments, news and odds, including uh, the NBA Finals, uh, the hockey finals, I think they're still playing. Obviously, all the MLB stuff. College World Series starts on Friday. You can get all the odds for that. And then um, fighting news, MMA, UFC, boxing, all that stuff. BetOnline is your continued source for all that sports wagering information, live betting, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So AAA, the Reno Aces in Reno, Nevada, uh, 70-54 and 54 last year, about, about five games back. And this year, as of Thursday afternoon, 34-28, and 28, half a game back. And a couple interesting players here, uh, including two top 10 guys. So number five prospect, Ryan Nelson, 2019 second rounder out of Oregon. And uh, still pretty raw for a college draftee. He was a two-year player, didn't focus on just pitching until his final year in Oregon. Um, so 56th overall pick, went to Instructs in 2020 because he lost the season, obviously. Didn't actually debut, uh, if I'm correct, until 2021. So, sorry, he had 10 games in 2019. There you go. Um, and so, just been something where Growing a little bit and and trying to, you can project a little more growth and development on him than your typical third year college player because he wasn't necessarily focusing solely on baseball until his final year or solely on pitching. And uh, really interesting delivery, very kind of slow, and then boom, the fastball just explodes. Really high spin rates, good rise, good carry. Hits around 94, 95. Uh, he throws it up in the zone. We've talked on the show before about how the elevated fastball has become a weapon for so many pitchers, and he's one of those guys that does it. Um, he's, he has a curveball, has a slider. They're both kind of average, but a sign of one of those things I was talking about where focusing more on pitching is allowing him to make leaps. Uh, he's been working around trying to find a changeup, and he finally, he calls it a hybrid circle change, but he found a grip that he likes. And so that's become a fourth pitch now, kind of all of a sudden. Started really kind of getting consistent with hammering the strike zone with strikes. Uh, And so a lot of projections you can do here for Ryan Nelson. Probably going to be a number three, but a little more extreme, or a little more variance in the projection than your typical third-year college draftee, simply because how new he was to solely pitching. So interested to see how that works. Still may end up having to move for the bullpen if he does. He's going to be one of those fastball, curveball guys. Those two pitches pair really well together. And that it is a really good fastball. It, I mean, it is probably the best fastball in this system. Um, Velo is not necessarily what you would think of as the best fastball, but the spin rates, the analytics on it, and the movement that the pitch has is just absolutely vicious. And then right behind him, another pitcher. There's a ton of pitchers in this system. Righty Drew Jamison, 2019 first rounder, supplemental pick out of Ball State. Um, six foot 165. So a little bit of a smaller guy for a pitcher, but big arm from this small frame. Four seamer, averages 96. He can run it up to 100. He can hold his velocity deep into a game. He can hold it deep through the system. Uh, he takes that four seamer. He's got a two seamer that backs it up around 92, 93. Um, 
He's got a slider that is probably one of the better sliders in the system. Um, I mean, he, he's probably one of the better athletes in the system, honestly. Like, the slider is a plus-plus pitch. He can throw it for strikes. He can pull it out of the strike zone and make you chase it. Um, curveball and average, are, or curveball and changeup are both kind of average. Um, but just a lot of tools. The only question you have is because of the stature, six foot one sixty five. You worry about the ability for him to to hold it up as a starter throughout an entire season. It's just one of those things where because of the size, because you've seen all of those smaller pitchers who come up look great, um, but that candle burns hot and it burns quickly and it goes out quickly, uh, there's concerns that he's going to have to move to the bullpen. If he moves to the bullpen, he's going to be a lights-out, high-leverage reliever. I mean, with the that slider being so good, two separate fastballs like that, he's going to be rather vicious. But I want to see him succeed as a starter. I think he's got a lot of good traits and good qualities. And then in this um, in this minor league affiliate here, you do also have um, Seth Beer. So he's the fourth player in the Zach Grinky trade. Reached the ma- reached reached the majors last year. Um, got hurt, missed the rest of the season. This year, twenty seven games in the big leagues, two ten three hundred one two eighty four. Only hit one home run in twenty seven games. So they've moved him back to AAA. He's batting 204, 354, 19 right now. Five home runs in 25 games. So a little bit of work to do there. Uh, but, I mean, just, he's a DH. Uh, he's he's slow. Um, doesn't have great defense, even at first. Um, and I think the issue for me with Seth Beer is the power it's not like he doesn't really necessarily have plus power. His power's average. He's just good at getting the power to show up in the game when he does make contact. He can, he's good at working a count. He can hit the ball to any field. Um, he, can, you know, he can make a good amount of contact. It's just, as you saw in his major league call-up this year, when, he's not, when that power's not coming in, he's not a good enough hitter to justify filling a DH spot. Uh, Ultimately, I see him as kind of being like a second division DH, a good hitter, more so than a great one. Um, And if he's Arizona, this is nothing against Seth Beer. Arizona is not in a place where they are contending for the division if Seth Beer is their starting DH, if that kind of makes sense. Um, he He is a playable major leaguer. But not he's he's not a guy who's going to carry you into contention. So um, I want to see him put it together. I want to see him. At one point in time, he was considered to have the best strike zone discipline in the Astros' entire system before he got traded. I want to see some of that come back. Uh, and I want to see the power show up in games because it's fun to root for a dude with the last name Beer. Let's be honest. That's part of the reason I included him. I don't normally go down to 16. But I wanted Seth Beer in there because his last name's Beer. It's fun. Um, and then you, you can't finish this conversation about prospects in Arizona without mentioning outfielder Alec Thomas. 2018 second rounder out of high school. Number three prospect in the system. He is in the big league. 
uh, clubhouse right now. Plus defender in center field, even though he doesn't have an amazing arm. Batting 269, 333, 445. Uh, he's, got, he's got five home runs, three stolen bases. And it's something where he is he's the best defensive outfielder on the team. So Dalton Varsho doesn't have to play center. He can play, well, he can go back to playing catcher sometimes, or he can play one of the corners. Uh, but very, like, very good speed. So he can cover lots of ground, good reads, good routes, good reactions out there. Again, the arm is fringe, but it's good enough. You don't have to have a cannon on your center fielder. If he can go out and catch the ball, he doesn't necessarily have to have a cannon to get it back in. Um, Has a great track record in the minor leagues. In 2021, he had 29 doubles, 18 home runs, 59 RBIs, and an OPS of 953 at age 21 between double A and triple A. So not physically imposing, but a pure hitter, good hands, quick, strong hands, um, can hit balls hard. Uh, But despite that, has a 10% walk rate, so he's disciplined enough. uh, And it's something where I think he's going to be a really good major leaguer. I mean, he's going to be, he's hitting well enough. I don't see him, I don't see him slumping. I think this is legit. I think it's going to stick. Uh, and he's a he's a good enough hitter to be the starting center fielder for the Diamondbacks for I don't know the next decade or so as long as they resign him. Great week on the show. Uh, if you have questions for the show, send those in. We do mailbag every Monday, um, so mailbag Monday uh, is fully your questions about the players, the things that you want to know about. In the meantime, enjoy the games this weekend. And this has been Locked On MLB Prospect. Oh. Uh-huh.